Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. Hello, everybody, and I'm the second brother. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. We're welcoming you to another exciting, exciting episode. And I can't wait to dive into this one. This one is going to be a deep dive. Over to you, Mr. Phil. Hey, Mr. Kalea, look. We said we're going to do 100 videos. This is number 81. Wow. And the last 20 videos before we hit 100, we're not going to... Look, we've got so much to cover and we're not going to hold back. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. And uh, so let's quickly do the YouTube stuff. I keep noticing you guys are not clicking likes. They're not subscribing. They're not sharing. I understand it. You get excited. You forget all that. But we need your help to get this message out there. And as you do that, guess who gets help first? You get help first because your environment changes and it has a positive, powerful effect on your life directly. Then it has a ripple effect on others. So share, like, and subscribe. What do you think, Mr. Kale? Subscribe, share, and like. That's what I think. Subscribe, share, and like. Okay, now that the YouTube stuff is done, and to be honest, it's not even YouTube. Live stuff is done. The important reason is this, yeah. As you help others, you help yourself. It's like you're send, when you send ripples out, guess what happens? That ripple will hit places and come back to you. So this is a success feedback loop that directly affects you. So don't play with it. Like, yes, subscribe, and share. Okay. And uh, well, let me it. just add one thing to that. Please, please. It's, um, it's very important that you're not scared to be the first to do something. So if somebody mm -hmm. has shared it or liked it or subscribed to the channel, you'll be the first. Mm -hmm. Don't be like, oh, I don't want to be the first. I want to hide amongst the crowd. Mm -hmm. I don't see a crowd. I don't want to be picked on. No. <laughs> you, you get picked on because, trust me, it's lonely at the top. Mm -hmm. When you want to be at the top, it's not a crowded place. You know? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Okay, I think you do. Back to you, Mr. Phil. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Clay. I'm, Mr. Clay actually has a story to tell on that on what he's just shared with you there. He's living what he's advising you. And he's advising you because he's seen the benefits. But don't let us, that's, that's the topic for another day. That's the topic for another day. <laughs> Today, the topic is Africa. No excuses accepted. What did I say? Africa. No excuses accepted um, no none never no no okay what do i mean and there's a reason why i put africa first and then i said no excuse accepted what do i mean you see we have a culture in africa that has this gives this idea gives this feeling gives this acceptance that excuses are okay that excuses, you know, if I just explain myself or why this did not happen and why that did not happen, yes, they will understand now. And, uh, you know, they, and they, and coming to this country, I came with that attitude. However, over years of working in different environments have taught me how useless your excuses are. I start with your excuses. 
then guess how useless my excuses are even more useless <laughs> so when people but because you people in africa you you have a culture of accepting oh i was late because of traffic oh i was late i didn't iron my shirt last night oh i was late i felt dizzy this morning oh i was late and you think that the aim is to give the excuse but the aim is that there's there's something that needs to be done and was missed and didn't get done so don't tell me about your excuse as the thing that needs to be done done if you're late this time are you going to be late next time do you know how funny this thing is mr clay some people are late every single time with an excuse <laughs> and they think their job is done let me come up with the best unbelievably plausible excuse that will make mr togo oh amazing look at that delivery of that excuse like that's what's meant to impress me <laughs> mr clay what are your thoughts wow wow <laughs> this is a a powerful one i remember when jim ron said the, he had his list ready of excuses you know <laughs> You know, all the things he had on his list. He, well, he, well, he was blaming the economy. Yep. He was blaming the... The, um, the government. The government. He was blaming the, uh, when the Democrats come in to <laughs> take over. We were really going to be in trouble. <laughs> if, if, the, if, if, if the Republicans stay in power, they were really in trouble. You know, he was blaming, blaming tax. Me, what was I blaming? I was blaming a lot of stuff too. You know, I was sitting there, oh yes, this is a good one, the Nigerian factor. After all, this is Nigeria. Right at the end of every excuse, they would say, well, you know what? It's Nigeria. It just, this is it. I used to blame, another thing I used to blame was, oh, I was poor. I come from a poor family. Mm. Even though we're not really poor, but you say we are coming from a poor family. Another one. Well, good. Another, another well, one. Sorry, another, sorry. Another one that you tended to say is that, you know, um, I, I was disadvantaged. <laughs> yes. It's a real excuse, Mr. Phil. I was disadvantaged. Wow. You know? Another one would be all I have to all I have is brother pass me down. That's all I have. Nobody's helping me. Nobody wants me. Nobody likes me. Nobody helps me. Excuses. I mean, I used to I used to just think like, you know, because I was after Mr. Phil, right? Mr. Phil was there. So I used to think like, you know, hopefully they wouldn't even notice me for me to come up with an excuse. But Mr. Phil was taking getting all the bashing. <laughs> I wondered who was crouching behind me, you know? When I was getting all this bad shit, I was wondering who was behind me that is, that is hiding and <laughs> come and get some licks too. <laughs> okay, if Mr. Phil's getting licked today, that means taking you four years to figure it out. I will question your thought. <laughs> so Mr. Phil used to get some serious bashing, you know? And I used to think, wow, you know? But the excuses 
I remember when 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 um, when we heard the phrase "no excuses" is accepted. Accepted. No excuses. No excuses. No excuse is acceptable. When I first heard that phrase, I was like, "My God, you can't take away the excuses." <laughs> ah! If you take away the excuses, what do we have left? Eh? What do you mean? I was like, don't take away the excuses. We need the excuses. I need the excuses. <laughs> that was what I was backing on. If all else fails, <laughs> all else fails, come up with a good excuse. And you want to take it away just like that? And they say, yeah, no excuses. No excuses acceptable. So that was a defining day, another <laughs> day in my life. Because when they said that, ah, I had to sit down and just sit there and I was numb. <laughs> Why you were sitting there numb, Mr. Clay? I was wondering, can people actually live like that? <laughs> is it possible? Is it possible? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> uh, because we, we, this, this were at business meeting, business training, <laughs> and they said no excuses accepted, and none will be, um, and none should be offered. That's another mm. thing. They said none should be offered. Don't bring excuses to us. No, it will not only be accepted. Don't even offer it. I'm like, ah. Can we live like this? Carry on, Mr. Clay. It was like, we don't offer it. It will not be accepted. Yeah. You know, they said, and the, the thing that it really got me, because mm-hmm. my excuses were nice excuses. <laughs> You've worked on them for a long time. <laughs> I've polished my excuses. They were, they were, you know, they were, you can't touch my excuses. They were good excuses. <laughs> And the thing that really, really upset me that day, when they said, no matter how good your excuses are, we're not interested. <laughs> That's painful. That's painful. That's painful. Back to you, Mr. Phil. That's painful. Oh, wow. Oh, I was just sitting here just laughing, you know, because like like you said and like I said, I just thought, can people actually live that way? And to now see us in this position we're in now, and people are so interested, so eager to bring us their excuses. But what they fail to realize is that we've lived life without excuses for over 20 years now, maybe 30 years. And they're coming with their well-crafted, well-spoken, ready to deliver it to you in such a wonderful way. Why they couldn't, why they can't, why it's impossible, why? And then you look at them. Okay, now that you've finished delivering your excuse, (laughs) what use is that for anything? Because over the years, I had to learn the conclusion of the matter. The conclusion of the matter is that excuses are always useless. 
you know what? Not one excuse leads to a positive result. Not one. So all it is is a deflection. That's all it is, and that's all it will ever be. The bottom line is: is it gonna get done, or is it not gonna get done? And that's why we introduced to you guys last week or the last time we spoke, and we said that if it is to be, it is up to me. And Mr. Clare brought the next side of the saying. I remember it that day, but I thought I was just going to give you a... Oh, Mr. Clare is generous. He gave you the whole thing. If it is to be, it is up to me. And if it is up to me, it is to be. Ladies and gentlemen, where is excuse in that phrase, um, in that quote? Where is the excuse there? What, what, where, where do you want to slot in? <laughs> if it is to be, it is up to me. And if it is up to me, it is to be. Now, please slot in your excuse. Over to you, Mr. Clare. <laughs> There's no space for excuse in that one. Because, you know, I think that day when they told us no excuses accepted, they just they just went on stage. The guy just went into one, you know? Mm. And that day was the day I went from child to man. Mm. I became, I went from boy to man. Mm. I grew up, I had to grow up in, life, in, a, in a session. Because bottom line, when they say no excuses accepted, that means you do whatever you need to do to make sure you don't even have an excuse to give. You know, you might be there sweating from head to toe, soaked, armpit soaked, one shoe off, you know, jacket ripped, but you still made it on time. <laughs> Look, I've, I was listening to Sting and he says, um, an Englishman in New York, and there's a phrase in that song that says, a gentleman will walk, will never run. And I said, no, not this gentleman. If I'm going to be late, I will run. Because sometimes even that song said it, a gentleman will walk, will never run. Yeah. Oh, um, remember that song? Nice song, but it was sending that message to my song. And I said, no, 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 no. You better get that rubbish out of here. <laughs> if you have to run, like Mr. Clare said, we'll get there sweating. <laughs> But guess what? We got there on time. And there's another thing that Mr. Kinnaya said that is very important. Very important. I will even say probably the most important thing we're going to say tonight. He said the day he gave up excuses was the day he went from being a child to a man. From being a child to an adult. Now, I'm now going to put the twist now. Africa. The day you give up your excuses is the day you stop being a child in the eyes of the world. Africa. You are children right now. Because you're full of excuses. <gasps> Mr. Phil, how dare you? How dare you, Carlos? Children 
Okay, what is a child? A child is dependent on someone else taking care of it. So collectively, as Africans now, are you not are you not expecting the West to take care of you? Why in Ukraine? When they were loading people, who did they exclude? The irresponsible people. And who, had, who were they? Africans. If Africans had the reputation of being diligent, they produce, they will, you get what I'm saying? They will put them on special trains to say, you know what, we need these people because of our infrastructure. But because Africans are looking to be taken care of, looking to be given excuses, looking to be, woe is me, everywhere you go, everyone knows them. And everyone just quietly just goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, whenever we know who to die first, those are the guys to die first. <laughs> we rely on everybody for solutions, but where did it start? It started with our own excuses. Funny enough, this topic today is very probably very timely because not probably it's definitely timely because something actually happened today. Because some people think, oh, Mr. Phil and Mr. Clay, they have such a perfect life. Oh, they don't have any problems. Look at them. They love them. They don't have any problems. Nothing happens to them. They everything is just working perfectly for them. Okay, let me share this one. My, my youngest son, about a year ago, he came to the, the, the school, always calling me, Mr. Kutley, your son has done this. Mr. Kutley, your son has done that. Mr. Kutley, your son has done this and your son has done that. Mr. Kutley, your son, your son, your son, your son. Mr. Kutley, and I thought, this little is to stop. So I called the boy. I said, look. I said, no, it's not my fault. Dad, 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 it's not my fault. It wasn't me. Dad, dad, I wasn't there. Dad, dad, dad. No, not me. No, no, what me. <laughs> <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. <laughs> All right, we carry on. That was a phrase that fell fell off. My vibration actually made it fall. Mm. All right, show goes on. Anyway. He said, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. Okay. I let him finish giving me all his excuses. I was just there, but there was other guys that were causing the trouble, that they said it was me, and then they just carried us all together, and now they're calling you, and that's just, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He gave me all the excuses that he was going to give me. Then I said, okay. Who can fix that? Is it me? That we're going to fix that. Am I the one in the classes? Am I the one in the corridors? Am I the one who's being reported? He said, no. Okay. But, but that, but that, they're not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair, dad. It's not fair. I'm like, okay. Here's what we'll do. I said, every week, they don't call me about you. You earn X amount of pounds. Every week they, they they call me once. You lose all that money for that week. 
if you call me twice, you lose the week for this week and the next week. You call me three times, you lose for this week, next week, and the next week. Guess what, Mr. Clay? Suddenly, the phone call stops. <laughs> Honestly, the phone call stopped. Then, I started getting text. He got to school late. This was text now. So I called him. I said, look, son, this text too needs to stop. Oh, dad, but this train, but the bus. I'm like, I don't care. Oh, before I go into the transport one, let's deal with teachers. Yeah, but dad, this teacher has a thing for me. I said, I don't care how you achieve it. I'm talking to a 13-year-old boy. I said, I don't care how you achieve it. If you have to outsmart all your teachers, whatever way you're going to achieve it, that I don't get that phone call about you, do it. He even got to a point that I was scared that maybe he... he, he, he <laughs> <laughs> because the thing became too quiet, Mr. Clay. <laughs> you have the right number. I'm just checking. <laughs> and the guy unlocked all the cables from his school. <laughs> anyway. But interestingly, today, today, Mr. Clay, 1645, the school called. I'm like, gah, gah, gah. <laughs> Today, 1645, I'll show you. I'll take a screenshot and send it to you. I'm like, <laughs> gah, gah, gah. Someone is about to lose money. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Is that Mr. Kennedy? Yes, Mr. Um, Is that so-so and so's father? Yes, you're speaking to him. Um, oh, my name is Mr. Green. That's actually his name. My name is Mr. Green. I just want to tell you that um, I've been very impressed with your son. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> your son has changed. His attitude is top notch. He's become a very responsible, a very, I'm like, okay. This was the guy that was telling me, it's not fair. But because I did not take any excuse from him, he had to come up with something different. (laughs) So it's either he comes up with an excuse or he actually delivers. And he chose to start delivering. Now I'm getting phone calls. When I'm thinking they're going to tell me, oh, he's done this and that, they're telling me, Wow, the guy has changed. I'm like, someone doesn't want to lose money, Mr. Clay. <laughs> wow, wow, that's a that is an amazing, amazing testimony. And um, you know, you said something that you said to your children a while ago that you know, mm. if you're hard on yourself, yeah, life will be easy on you. Easy on you. Yeah. And if you're easy on yourself, yeah. life will be hard on you. So what we're saying here is that be hard on yourself. Life, you know, because sometimes <clears throat> we want the easy life. Everybody <laughs> wants the easy life. Not just even the good life, they want the easy life. If there's an easy way, what's the shortcut? All this talking, all this reading, all this listening, all these videos, 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 videos. Just give, just give it to me in two minutes. 
you know, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want, no, 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 no. Give me the short version. Give me the TikTok version. You know, I don't want to listen to a two-hour video. Give me the, give me everything you want to say in five minutes. Okay, make it four minutes. In fact, two minutes. Because, you know, I've got so much things I want to do. We can be so, we can lazy ourselves into a bad position. Be so lazy, 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 lazy. It's just like, even even at work, you know, I have several hats I put on. And I'm not saying, no, no, I'm too busy. Ah, me, you want to give me another thing? Don't you know everything I'm doing? You know, it's even them that they're telling me, I already know what you're doing. You know, I already know what you're doing. So don't think, you know, this is a priority. <laughs> You know, so, but the thing is, because they know I'm not going to lower my standard. And you having a high standard, and most people that have no standard will become your next challenge. But we will leave that one for another video. But for today, grow up, Africa. Grow up, you, yes, you, who you, you, grow up. No more excuses. Don't take excuses on for yourself. Don't give excuses for anybody. Another thing I'll provide is back to Mr. Phil. I used to call in sick for work. Sick man. That was my secret weapon one time. You know, call it. Hello? <coughs> I don't feel very well. Yeah. I can't come in today. day off yeah that's that used to be my my um <laughs> there was one time my, my manager looked at me and said come 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 we looked at your stats you can follow it every friday every fourth friday you're sick <laughs> you're consistently <laughs> Consistently sick every month. It's, it's, it's a curious thing. <laughs> it's quite curious. <laughs> and you'd be like, okay, you know what? Like, the excuses must go. These six days must also go. Even if, I, if I'm not feeling well, I was too sure. Let them say, no, 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 switch off. It's not now that we've got COVID. Now everybody's like, hey, don't, don't bring it, don't bring it. Just stay home, you know? But before COVID, do you know that and didn't used to take sick days anymore in fact i used to go to work sick in fact when i come home i say no no let me log in again let me go back to work but the, you know what the order order is building this reputation for you they know that the day you say okay i'm i'm, I'm not feeling very well this guy is not well. <laughs> I do, the reason I do what I'll finish on is this, Mr. Phil, because I don't want to drag this off. What I'll finish on is this. Is that only two people are interested if you're sick. Hmm? Only two people. If you're sick, only two people are interested. Your doctor and your mortician, the person that will bury you and embalm you. Those are the only two people. Back to you, Mr. Phil. 
Mr. Fury, you're on mute. Oh. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I said, wow, that is powerful. That is powerful. Now, <clears throat> the reason why that is powerful is this. Ladies and gentlemen, understand that when it says your doctor and your morticians are the only ones interested in you, in your, in you being sick, it means that everybody else are looking forward to what you're producing. So that means that those people are not interested, myself included, Mr. Kline is included, we're not interested in your well-crafted excuses, your well-crafted challenges, your well-delivered problems, your feeling sorry for yourself, the debilitating disadvantage you've got. Let me use my sons for an example. Now I've got three sons in this system. Because again, Mr. Clay, a lot of people think, oh, we're saying this because our life is so perfect. Nothing has nothing bad has ever happened to us. Look, Mr. Clay, they expelled my first son from school without me even knowing. <laughs> How did that happen? Because a lot of people think that you come to London and all the problems stop. Everything is perfect. Look, this is not happening in Africa because I went to school in Africa. Well, let me tell you what they did to my son. They, this, and this is no excuse to accept though. That's what we're talking about. I'm just sharing this with you so that, and Mr. Claire has things to share that some of you will just even shut down and not even watch this anymore. I said, look, this is too much. But I'm just giving you little, little ones to show you that it's not like life is perfect for us. Because some of you really think we don't have excuses we can give you. <laughs> you think we don't have excuses we can give you. So what happened? My son just not being engaged in school and everything. So this is how they fooled me, Mr. Clay. Even he fooled me. They said, your son is very gifted in football. I'm like, your son is really, really good. So we're going to take him to a special school. <laughs> this special school, there'll be scouts coming, he'll be playing football, he'll be learning, he'll be da da da. I'm like, huh? so my son was like that, yeah, yeah, dad. You know, he that doesn't want to go to school anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dad, football, I'm really good, they're gonna come. I'm like, anyway, Mr. Glare, first day they said we should come and visit them in this school. I got there, I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> You see, because you guys in Africa, you don't know that in the UK and US, 90% of teenagers in jail are black. Maybe even 95% are black. Because the same thing that my son does, that a white boy does in this country, my son, they will lock him down. They will not lock that white boys down. <gasps> Mr. Phil, that is racism. Yes, it is. But no excuses accepted. If my son is not smart enough to outsmart the system, then the system will chew him up. And like we said last time, it will be tough in it. <laughs> so I got there and I looked. And then it dawned on me wow, these are juvenile kids. <laughs> 
This one broke the school. This one stabbed someone. This one is selling drugs. This one is doing. I'm like, so I look at my son. How did you get here? <laughs> Who did you stab? <laughs> what 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 building did you explode? <laughs> what was your qualification? <laughs> to be here. You know what it did? It just put more file in his little little things that the guy did. Talking back to a teacher, coming late. So they built a case against him and expelled him on nothing. But because he didn't want to be there as well, and he just went. So the school he was going. Sitting next to him is the drug dealer, a murderer, a rapist. No, not rapist, but you know those juveniles where I'm not so crazy. So of course he's still started selling drugs. Wow. Can you see? And then I'm like, what the? F-? So I told him until he knows till tomorrow that he's never going. He knows he's never going to give me any excuse. He can easily say, well, but. They're prejudiced in the UK. They were the one that let me do that. I'm not even taking that. What are your thoughts, Mr. Clare? Wow, wow. That is, that is, um, that's a deep. Our life is perfect, me. You know, sometimes you have to see. And, but, you know, Mr. Phil, I can't wait for the episode where we will bring him on and he will explain it himself. <laughs> <laughs> He knows better. He knows better. Carry on. So, you know, it's it's it is amazing how you know we we can be pulled into the wrong direction very easily, even as a child. And you gave one example of one that you it, it stood up to the challenge. And you gave another one. That you know whether he like it or not, he he will have to stand up to his to his challenges. And um, they're both my son in the same house, same father, same mother. So, also. so it's, it is something that, um, yeah, these are life journeys. But like we say, for you, Africa, you know, for you, Africa. All these excuses that you think, you know, whether it be corruption, no light, no road, it's not even bad road anymore, no road, you know, no nothing, and nothing works. That is your opportunity. Thank All you. that is just your opportunity to make the best, best thing. Even technology has overtaken you. The olden ways that they used to, you know, before, Mr. Phil, you yeah. need to have a power grid. You need to have, you know, power telephone lines. Everything is now, technology is actually helping you now that you can turn around your infrastructure like that. Thank you. Without building all these old, do, and I know you Africans want to do it the old ways. Oh, because the West, we want to sell them the old relic. And because they're not, anyway, Carry on, Mr. Claire. Don't let me see. <laughs> and they will tell you it's a discount. 
you know, this is cheaper than they would, how much it was when they were doing it. But they're selling you an expired tape. Hmm? So, but if you're if you're conscious, if you're awake, if your eyes are awake, no, 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 no. I don't need I don't need to do this. I, I can just go. I don't need the telephone line in my house. I can just buy a mobile phone. It's okay. It's okay. Keep your telephone line. I don't need the landline. I'll just use mobile phone. If you're smart. If you're smart. So that's that's part of no excuses accepted. Because you're not pushing the excuses like the government gives you. Because even the government now, Mr. Field, the government is not giving even, even in Africa, the government is not even giving any solution anymore. The only thing they're saying is let's go and pray. <laughs> Actually, the government, unfortunately, what they want what people fail to understand is that the government is you, you people. So if you're giving excuses at the grass level, what do you expect the people at the top level to do? They're your representatives. All they would do is give excuses as well. And again, remember, we told you that your government really is the sum total of what you, the population, produce. So what they've been doing, because you guys have not been producing for many years, me included while I was in Nigeria, they've been selling the oil. <clears throat> and they finished selling the oil, then they started mortgaging the oil. Now, they finished mortgaging the, the oil. So let, this is a topic for another day, but let me just quickly, because this is another topic entirely. They're now mortgaging your futures right now, your leaders. Because if they don't do that, there's nothing else for them to offer the world. You are in a cutthroat game. That's why we say in Africa, no excuses accepted. Wake up. Like I told you how they marginalized my son in this country. It's not about good or bad. It's about what you're going to do about it. Let me repeat that. It's not about good or bad. It's not about if it's fair, it's not unfair. It's not about, you know, um, how good the situation is that you can give an excuse of why you are where you are. That's, it's not about none of that. It's about now you know what you're going to do about it. Oh, by all means, and it's important I say this, Mr. Clay, by all means, sometimes you have to feel sorry for yourself. Yes, I'm not saying never, ever, ever, ever feel sorry for yourself. Sometimes you have to see and spot something that is unfair. I'm not saying never, 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 never. But guess what? Sometimes you have to have a pity day. Pity myself day. You lock yourself in your room and cry well, well. Don't just invite me to your pity party. I'm not interested. <laughs> Make it a party of one. Cry if you have to cry. Scream if you have to scream. But guess what? After that day, you need to wash your face and say, now, this is what I'm going to do about this. That's right. Roll up your sleeve. After you've had your pity party, there's work to do. What about you, Mr. Clare? That's it, Mr. Phil. You know, um, 
get on with it. Don't make excuses. It's not going to help you. Spend the energy that you're using to make excuses to make things right. Because excuses, you still have to spend energy. You still have to bring power. You know, to, to dream off of the better one that you know Mr. Phil will accept. Or the, the good one that Mr. Phil cannot, I can't say, if he's a human, uh, even if, you know, if he's a human being, he has to take this one out. Even if he's heartless. Even if he's heartless, if he's a, uh, come on. You know, use that brain power to make things right. On that note, Mr. Claire wants to go. I still have some points. <laughs> <laughs> I still have some points because actually that happened today. Mm. The young man knows who I'm. There's a young man that tried it today, and I'm just using it for a teachable moment. I'm not going to mention his name, but he was so interested in showing, telling me, and making me understand the challenges he was having. And I spotted it. But like Mr. Claire said, his energy was more in showing me and proving to me that he was having problems and excuses that could fit. I have to say, you know what? Put that energy in solving the problem. Guess what happened? He actually solved the problem. Hmm. Then I have to call him and say, come, see what happened there. You could have just used that energy instead of offering me <laughs> excuses that are useless to me. Instead of informing me, don't inform me, just solve it. <laughs> and that's why we say, Africa, no excuses accepted. I don't care what excuses you're thinking about right now. Every place has its own problems. Some of you think you're just going to come out of Africa. As long as I can come out of Africa, everything will be perfect. You have no idea. I've just shown, told you what happened to my first son would never happen in Nigeria. Because that system is there. Every place has its own demon. Every level has its own new level, new demon. You come out of Africa, is it bad road you're dealing with in Africa? Is it um, leper not bringing light that you're dealing with in Africa? Is it just being diligent and you're dealing in Africa. Over here, they sh- and in America, they shoot black boys. Mm. Yeah. The police over there is like, you know what? Have you not shot any black boy in your career? You're a bad policeman. You need to shoot at least three. Are they shooting you on the streets in Nigeria? Are they shooting you on the streets anywhere else in the world? But they are. Over here, they can't wait to imprison and it's life so everywhere you go has its own demon that's my point so don't think you're gonna leave africa and you not find some places in around this world it's just gang culture and their men do not i'm not even talking about black now i'm talking about their men do not pass the age of 15. they will have murdered someone they will have do you want to go and live there there's some places around this world that the issues so you think you're gonna live somewhere you're gonna leave africa and you're gonna go somewhere and then you know have no there's another demon waiting for you there it could be drugs crack 
cocaine, all those things. It could be drugs. It could be. It could be anything. Some place, some communities is alcoholism. Generations upon generations of them in alcoholism. Like, oh. But for them, that's the demon they're dealing with. So wake up, Africa. Don't think life is about you giving excuses and running away from challenges. No. Life is about you solving those challenges. Nigeria's, Africa's issue may seem impossible to fix right now. But guess what? Human beings' creativity is far more powerful than any of these demons we're talking about. You just need to wake up. You just need to decide and be willing to say no more excuses. I'm not going to offer any excuses. I've been in a situation where I could have given excuses and I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> and I'll swallow it. Mm. Have you ever been in that situation, Mr. Clay? All the time. All the time. And you'll be like, you know, don't even let me go there. If my mind wants to go there, don't even let me go there. <laughs> You want to tell them your excuse. You want to make them understand it, but you just sit down. Nothing like this. Just swallowing it. Just, just... I'm not gonna. But uh, you should. But but guess what? When you, I have made sure I don't give the excuse. And guess what? I become stronger. I become more effective. I plan better. I deliver better. Okay, and that's where you need to go, Africa. We're gonna do other episodes where we're gonna look at the issues that you guys are having, the issues that we're having as a collective. Excuse is not gonna solve anything. But guess what? Once the excuse stops, something else has to flow. Guess what starts flowing? Solutions will start flowing. Then we will not be a continent of excuse givers. Will be a continent of solution providers. On that note, now I've said what I wanted to say. <laughs> See you next time. God bless. <laughs>